Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name's Andy Traub. We're here each and every week to talk about technology tools, tips, and tricks that will help you in your small to medium-sized business to help you become more productive in your day, more proficient in the work that you do, and just, by golly, help you become more likable. All right, so that last part, maybe... Oh, I think it's true. Yeah, okay. I think it's true. I really do. All I, right. I, I really think we can help you become more likable. Make you become more likable through technology. All right, so uh, Andy, where do we begin today? Do we begin with the show notes of the things we've got to talk about, or do we talk about our, or play the audio feedback from our audience first? Let's go right into audio. Let's all do right. it. It's so about the listeners, baby. It's all about you guys. And so we're going to start off with Daniel, and uh, somebody quit their job. Hi, Cliff and Andy. I have done it. I've put in my two weeks notice for my regular full-time job and I am going self-employed. So here's my question to you guys, both being self-employed people and now being very successful in your self-employment is moving from full-time employment to self-employment. What should I be looking to do right now while I still have some time left at my full-time employment two weeks? What should I be trying to do right now? And what should be some of the first things I should do when I'm self-employed? I've already, at your recommendation and high praise, I've already hired Justin Lucas Savage, who's helping me and coaching me. But I'm wondering from your experience and in your businesses, what would you recommend that I do right now in the beginning or what advice can you give me in the beginning? I'll be focusing on web design as a self-employed freelancer. So please let me know if anyone is interested in checking me out. I am The Ramen Noodle on Twitter, or my website is djosephdesign.com. Joseph is my middle name, so djosephdesign.com. Thank you, Cliff and Andy, for your inspiration and for your help. All righty. So uh, wonderful question. For First and foremost, I know that this has been something that Daniel has been uh, considering for a very long time. And I want to say congratulations for having the courage to take the step um, and, and to actually put in a two-week notice and, and to stake your claim and say, hey, I'm going to, by golly, make my own way in this world. And, uh, you know, I, first and foremost, I want to just say congratulations. And number two, I want to let you know that I will be personally praying for you. Uh, Daniel's a good personal friend of mine. He lives right down the road from me. And uh, I happen to know just how much anxiety and and stress this decision carries, especially when you're married and especially when you have just put in your two-week notice and, and you've got that two weeks. And, and the next two weeks are not going to be fun emotionally. But, uh, but I just want to let you know I'm praying for you. And, and you know, I, I happen to know Daniel's work is good. And I'm actually, I would say it's great. 
and 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 stuff like that. So we he's got a question. What should he do right now? He's got two weeks before he wakes up in the morning and has all day by himself uh, <laughs> and and to do whatever he wants. Uh, right. Andy, what are some of the things you think he should do? Well, uh, you know, I think that there's some things that I did that I didn't realize I, that I was doing that really, really helped. And I think the first one is sur- surround yourself with people that are further down the journey. Um, surround yourself with people that will encourage you either because they're right where you're at uh, or they're further along. And I, I think that I mean, there, there's something really good about being hungry. Everybody works harder when they're hungry. Mm-hmm. Something really bad about being hungry because you'll take on clients that you don't really, you really shouldn't take on. So I think that there, very early on, I would start to clarify your filter. Who do you want to work with? What kind of people do you want to work with? What kind of work do you really want to do? Because if you settle in the beginning, that'll set a really bad precedent. Yep. For the future of your business. So there's something that's different, really different, because I know friends that, that work at, at design houses and web firms and things like that. And the difference between me and them in a lot of ways isn't huge other than their boss will say, you're going to work on this project. And they have to. And that's who their client is, <laughs> is whoever they get told to work on uh, or work with. And so I would really try to ask a lot. Don't, don't just think that it, it's all about the client. <laughs> that might sound harsh, but I would say begin to create systems. And I just use Google Forms where someone says, hey, Andy, will you help me with my website? Boom. My answer to them is fill out these 17 questions. That's my answer to them. It's not yes or no. It's here's, here's 17 questions you need to answer before I'll even consider working with you right. because I want to work with the right people. So I, I think that's really big. Surround yourself with the right people. And then try to surround yourself with the right clients. And to do that, you've got to ask questions. All right. So I, w- I want to build on those two things. Uh, and my, my number one piece of advice, again, is, is exactly what you're saying there. Surround yourself with a group of advisors. And I want to give you sp- specifics of what I did when I launched my business. And, and I did this um, you know, right after I made the decision. I, I have myself a three-month notice. Um, and it is basi- basically I, I created a group of 10 people and I invited those 10 people and I, I told them, I said, listen, I want to know if you'd be willing to be on my board of advisors. Hmm. And and this doesn't mean that you're going to have any say in you know the way my company runs. It's not like an official deal here. What it means is that, I, that you'd be willing to be somebody who's going to speak truth into my life and I'm going to tell you things that I have on my mind that I want to pursue and I want you to give me your thoughts, your advice. And, and I'll just give you some names or some t- people who were on this. Uh, my pastor from my church was on my board of advisors. Um, there was another friend of my church at my church that I had, he's, he was approximately my age, maybe just a little bit older, uh, who happened to be a CEO of a company. Uh, and he had been doing that for a couple years. And before that, he was a very successful uh, engineer with Toyota. So he has a lot of very good corporate experience and business world experience. He mm. was on my board of advisors. Then I had a friend of mine who who has been self 
self-employed his entire life. He's never actually worked for somebody else as an employee. Uh, and uh, and I'll, I'll even say that he's he's a personal chef, and uh, and he also has some ex- had some experience in some new media stuff. And it's Chef Mark Tafoya. Uh, I had a friend of mine who was uh, who who is a member of the GSPN.TV community, who's provided a lot of valuable feedback to me over the years, and who happens to own an IT firm that uh, basically does IT work for the top 100 companies in America uh, or in the world. I don't know which one it is, but anyway, it's it, he he does uh, he he do, he's basically in the corporate world as well, and very much business minded and knows how business people think. Um, I had I had several people that really you would think why are you adding this person to the uh, to the to the board of advisors but somebody who has who's doesn't own their own business doesn't do anything else but they are more of a representation of a representative or an ambassador uh, that would bring in the ideas and the reactions of of an average or typical gspn.tv community member. You know, just somebody who's not business minded, but is just there because, well, they they represent the people I'm trying to target and the people that I'm trying to serve through this business that I'm doing. Um, and and so I, I built this, and I and of course I'm not going to go through all of them, but I had a group of ten, and I created a Google group, and it was an email mm-hmm. group, so that mm-hmm. if I sent an email out, it would blast it out to all ten people, and if any one of those people responded to that email, it would go to all 10 people. And I said, listen, here's the deal. We get 10 people in here. I want you to please understand I don't like excessive emails. I'm not going to reach out to you guys all that often, but when I have an idea that I'm, I need some advice on, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to ask you to please you know, be cautious about the number of, you know, be thoughtful about the responses. Let's, let's not make this an email bog down for anybody. And it never was. In fact, I, over the course of the first year, that board of advisors, I probably went to them with about five, maybe six different big issues. And, uh, the advice that I got from them was, I'm telling you what, if I didn't have those people, I would have made some mistakes that have would have, I, I think would have actually set me up for failure. And I would not have, I would be selling insurance right now and I would mm. be miserable. So, so group of, group of advisors and, and let me, and, and the, one of those pieces of advice goes into the second thing that you mentioned, decide who you want to work for. It's actually just, for me, it's decide what your focus is. And you kind of, you did say it in a roundabout way. It's, it's kind of what, what kind of work do you want to do? Mm-hmm. And, um, for me, it was like, well, I want to create content and, and that is educational, entertaining, uh, encouraging and inspirational, but how do I make money doing that? I can't. So I'm going to have to do something else, right? Right, right, what, right. What That's big. That's big. Like, so you diversified. So it's like I've got to, I've got to find some kind of thing that is somewhat tied into what I'm doing. It's like, well, I, I love to teach, I, and I could make a living doing consulting. I think, and well, they said that you should do that, and it's like all of a sudden, it's like, well, maybe I can do equipment sales too. It's like, well, actually. Does that, you know, that, that actually could lead more to, you know, equipment sales can lead to more consulting calls and equipment calls or consulting calls can lead to more equipment sales. That's a perfect fit. Well, you know what? I I'm good at technology and I'm, and I got all these tools that I'm using to start my business. I could actually go to local businesses and I could teach them how to get rid of their fax machines and use electronic fax. And I could teach them how to use scanners and, and how to pay, you know, e-file documents and, and, and stuff like that. And it's like, they said, and here's where my group came in. It's like, whoa, uh-uh, hold huh. the, f- no, 
You need to dial it back, my friend. I don't care how hard up you are for money. You are not to clean a virus off of anybody's computer for money. Now, Cliff, the clarification there is that, uh, or the, I think the point is that just because you can do that doesn't mean that that's your business model or you should. That's right. right like I can paint. Mm-hmm. I can paint a wall. I can paint a ceiling. I can paint blah, 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 blah. Right, I can paint. Yep. But does that mean I should be a painter? No. There's right. people that that's their skill, that's their passion. And every time I've tried to do something that I can do, but I'm not sure I want to do, like sell insurance, <laughs> uh, it, it did not work well for me or for the client because I wasn't, I wasn't truly passionate about it. Uh, so they weren't getting the service they deserved and um, it sucked the life out of me. Yeah. And here, here's the thing, you know, like, for example, one of the things that I could do is I could create websites for people. You know, I, I'm very good at it. I can install WordPress installation and, and install a theme and I can configure it and do something really great looking with the website in three or four hours. Do you know what though? I probably won't because it takes me forever because I, 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 unless, unless it's tied to a podcast. And so here's the deal. I had people coming to me. They said, do you want, can you design this website for me? I'm not ready to do a podcast. I might do one down the road. And mm-hmm. I remember I took on a couple of those and, and, and because I didn't want to do them, I said, listen, it'd be $2,500. Yeah. And they're like, okay, done. And I'm like, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want yeah. you to say that. Yeah. But a man, I'm glad to make $2,500 to do True. what's going to take me about five well, or six hours. There's another lesson. Yeah. There's another lesson, which is if you're not sure you want to do it, price yourself so that it's worth it. Yeah, exactly. Even if you don't enjoy it necessarily. And, and, and frankly, I've ended up going the same direction. Um, I think I interrupted you. Was there something else you wanted well, to say? I was just going to say that, that what, I, what I learned is, is that, okay, so I, I did. I, and by the way, you know, if somebody comes to me now and they say, I want a website and, um, you know, I, I'm not interested in doing a podcast, it, it's more like $5,000 now. Um, and, and by the way, I probably wouldn't do it myself. I'd probably farm it out to somebody and pay them, you know, $800 to have it done. And I'd make $4,200 profit. Um, or I would just, honestly, I would just refer it to somebody. Uh, I right. prefer to do it that way and then have them come to me when they're ready to do a podcast. And, and here's the thing. Now, it's completely different. If somebody comes to me and says, hey, Cliff, I want to do a podcast and I don't, have a, I don't even have a website, but I know exactly what I want to do and this is going to be great. Or I have a website and it's currently this and it's HTML and it's ugly and it's a single page. It's like, I tell you what, not a problem. I'm going to help you out. We're going to set up a call and, and our first session is going to be setting up, you know, uh, well, the first session is going to be talking about some things, but then we're going to have a second session and I'm going to actually, while you're on the computer, I'm going to install WordPress for you. I'm going to set this up and boom, in two hours. And and I'd much rather charge somebody, you know, $400 for two hours of my time installing and setting up their website if they're doing it with a podcast in mind and, and they're building a podcast and I'm going to continue to help them to, to build a brand through podcasting, I'd much rather spend the charge them $400 for two hours of my time making the website than actually charging them $2,500 and doing the same work on building the website, but have nothing to do with leading them into a podcast. Mm, okay. I see. I see. Well, and yeah, and that, again, that goes back to what we were saying before, which is your passion. Yep. You know, it's what do you want to be connected with? I, there have been projects, and I think I've talked about this before, that someone said, can you do this? And I said, yes, I can, but I'm going to pass on this because I frankly just didn't, uh, Marcus will like this, <laughs> I didn't agree with the end product. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, I could help you set that up, but I don't, I don't 
I don't like what you're selling. And because I'm the business owner, I can say refuse to, <laughs> to give service. And I didn't, you know, put it that bluntly, but it was just, this is not a project that I'm really excited about. Just like if someone says, you know, I, I have a really lousy business idea, um, but I have $3,000, will you make me a website? It's like, well, that doesn't really look good on my, um, they're, they're not a very good referral. Right. Just because they have cash. Yeah. You know? I had uh, I had somebody buy some equipment from me and it was this site that was doing a pornography website. Wow. And I'm like, oh. Never heard about that. Yeah, well, it it, it I didn't publicize it to be honest with you. And so <laughs> I mean, the, the guy bought the guy bought, you know, he bought about $4,000 worth of audio equipment and and I shipped it and I looked at his signature and his email link and I'm like, "Okay." Uh, yeah. And so, I mean, I'm obviously I'm not going to deny him. I mean, it, you know, I'm not, yeah, you it, can't not, I, I, I mean, mean, that's like going into Walmart. You can't stop someone from right. buying but he condoms did, if they're not supposed to be using them. But, but he, <laughs> did, he did want to hire me for, uh, he says, I'd like to hire you for 10 hours, uh, and a block of 10 hours and, and get your consulting to learn the technical aspects of this. And I told him, I said, listen, I'm just not available. You know, right. I, I'm, I'm booked. <laughs> you know, but I'm, I wasn't, I wasn't going, I was not going to spend my one-on-one consulting and coaching time to set right. up something that, that is contrary to my own personal values and principles. Yeah. That's a good lead into one of mine, which is don't think your business is going to look the same in a few months because my business is constantly changing. It's hard for me to talk about my business sometimes because I am doing different things. And and, I, and I'm, I've become okay with that, Cliff, where you've really dialed in uh, to what you do. But a year ago, you know, if I would have said, do you, do you, uh, you know, can I hire you for an hour? You'd say, yes, but I'm very booked and it costs us much. Now you'd say, well, what do you want to hire me for? And I might say, you know, to set up WordPress, da, da, da. You'd say, well, just buy the product, right? Your business has changed in that regard. So you're more, you're getting sharper and sharper in what your business does. Well, I think that people need to be comfortable with knowing that your business can, should, and probably will evolve and, and, and change. I started with just building websites. I've gone to more uh, business consulting, just in, in general, trying to help people make their business more human uh, because people like to buy from people, not from businesses. But now I'm building sites again. And how am I doing that? Well, the parts I like to do, I do. The parts I don't like to do and when it comes to building, then I have other people that I hire out for parts of those projects. So there was a hole sort of a, a, in the middle of the last two years of my business, which I've been in business for two years now, where I said, I'm not building any sites. I refer them all out. Well, now I do refer and now I will build sites, but I have a team of people that I hire and I've got three or four and they bid against each other and they all know that, that I use them and their skills to make up for my lack thereof. You know, so I'm a, I'm a contractor in that sense. I think that's something else is you have to think bigger. Like you've, you've taught a lot of people about how to use a VA and when to get a VA and so on and so forth. And I have a VA and I also have people that I contract out for other services, graphics. Obviously I know you, you farm that out to other people. You, uh, yeah. you know, you have other people that, that do graphics yeah. because frankly, Cliff, I asked, if I asked you to make a header, you could. Yeah, I could. I, right? could, I could do you it could. and it would look, but, I, I could even do it and it would look okay. But the yeah. thing is, I don't want to give you a product that's just okay. Right. And, you know, it, it, it might take you two hours to make it really good. And someone else is going to just in their sleep, make it ridiculous. Awesome. In 20 minutes. Yes. Cause that, they just, that's, that's their tool. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's another part of it is understand your business changes. Just like mine has changed. 
and, and be okay with saying, I don't do that, or I stopped doing that, or I used to do that, or this is something I've started doing. I mean, it, you make your own menu. You know, it's a difference between, you know, a menu made out of stone and chiseled in, and that's what you offer. Or I was at the hospital the other day for an ultrasound with our new baby, and I noticed the menus on this little coffee shop thing, they were flat screen TVs. And I thought, how different is that than, you know, the other menus where it's like, you know, you put the, you gotta, it's like this sheet and it doesn't change. Right? They could just literally, I'm sure they have a computer system, they get in there and they could delete something if they're out of it for that day because it's just on a TV screen. I think it's healthy to have a business like that. Sort of the mentality of if you want to change um, because it's your business, yeah. right? Yep. The other thing I want to say um, real quick is during during my process of launching my business, I had a lot of people who who wanted to they 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 knew that I had launched a business and they knew that you know I was kind of just moving along and they knew what my strengths were and stuff like that and they knew that what I had to offer and of course they come to me with you know they're they're starting their business and 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 they want help you know doing the things that I'm excellent at and what they do is they offer a ton of you know, let's, let's do bartering. And that was a, there was some, there was a lot of advice that I was given by some people, which by the way, my board of advisors never gave me. Uh, but a, a lot of advice came from a lot of people that says, just barter everything, barter everything, do, do things in exchange, you know, let people, you know, you, you can do some free, you know, work, con, you know, work for them and, and let them use their expertise to help you. And I'm like, I'm going to tell you this, this is against everything that all those people ever told me, but I do not like bartering. If no, you, if I was, you, I was just going to say, I wonder where this is going. Cause yeah, I don't, I no. Here's the thing. I have people who have expertise in areas and they offer to help me. And if they offer to help me and say, listen, no charge whatsoever, no, no expectations. I just, I got an email from a, a guy, uh, from, uh, Excel Skelton and in, he's, he's like, or Etzel Skelton. He says, listen, I would love to help you. I've got some great ideas of things that you could do to really boost your affiliate sales just by changing a couple of things on your website. And listen, I have no expectation. I do not want to, I don't want you to even think about paying me. Do I get so much value from what you're doing? Oh, I, cool. I want I want to just offer this to you. And and listen, if you're too busy and you don't care, I, I won't be offended. But if you're interested, let me know. I'd love to just devote an hour or two to just talk to you about your website, some things that you could just change. It will immediately increase the sales of your site. You know what? That's the kind of ex- that's the kind of uh, help. Okay. <laughs> that's the kind of help I'm willing to take, but I'm not, but I can tell you right now, it's like, listen, Cliff, here's the thing. I'm ex I'm an expert at such and such, and I'm looking to launch a podcast. How about this? I want you to do this. And, and I had, a, there's a, there was a Christian comedian. I won't say his name. There was a Christian comedian that says, Cliff, here's the deal. I, I am an, I just really need some help taking this podcast to the next level. And I need, I need a lot of advice and stuff like that. And what I can do is I can get you connected to these other people who would hire you as a consultant. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. listen, I'm not interested in you referring me to your friends for them to hire me when you're not willing to spend a single dime to hire me yourself. Right. And, and arrogant, I don't, I don't know what I am, but, but the thing is, is I refused to, to do exchange of my service for your service. Instead, uh, for me, I, I always chose, it's like, listen, if I need your service, I will pay for your service. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
And Daniel says that that Christian comedian hasn't updated his website in years. Well, actually, he quit doing Christian comedian and went to missions work in South America. So that's whatever. Why. He works for Howard Stern. Yeah, I'm just kidding. No. And, but anyway, uh, the the thing is though is is bartering is this you know promoted as this big thing, and and maybe there's a ton of value in it, and there's going to be a ton of people that disagree with me. But for me. I didn't have I did not have the ability to barter barter because I started my stuff debt free, but I also started my stuff without any money in my pocket and I didn't have time to barter. I was just barely scraping by and by golly, I needed to I needed to spend every hour this week and turn it into dollars. Right. So that I could put food on the table next week. Yeah, that that that's the other part is that when you start off well, let me let me let me go this direction with it, and I think I've mentioned it before. Is you, and and I don't I hope this doesn't sound harsh, but it's just we're just this is just business advice. You don't want to work with desperate people, right? You, my my friend Kent Julian, um, I'm trying to remember his website. Um, I don't know, he's at, I think he's at speakitforward.com and liveitforward.com. Anyway, he's good friends with Dan Miller. He's a career coach, and he makes a living speaking and stuff like that. But he, he said to me once because. He's just really direct, and I appreciate that. He said, "Andy, we were actually at a Dan Miller event back when there was the there was a different. It was like Free Agent Academy, but it was different. I remember what it was called, but um, oh, the two twelve connection." He said, "Andy, this these people are not your target audience. You know, they're like around me, so we're just having a side conversation." He said, "Because they're a lot of them really haven't clarified their idea." He said, "You want to make sure you're working with people who have their idea and are ready to invest and launch, or people that." Uh, have a successful business or want to take it to another level. Cliff, I help someone, um, and I, I'm humbled to say this, I help someone uh, redesign their website uh, and I hired someone for like 60% of the, what I was going to make on the project. I hired someone to help build this site. And they have had eight straight weeks of record sales. Every week, a new record. And he just said to me, Andy, it's the site. It's the things that we implemented. It's the live chat. It's all these different things that, that we put together. And he had a lot of those pieces before, but he wasn't putting them in the right order. That's the kind of person you want to work with. That's the kind of person. So don't just go, well, the person has a site. I, they don't need me. If you can optimize it, there's a lot to be said for that. Yeah. You know, so that's the, that. Who do you want to work with, even if they've quote unquote already worked with someone else? I mean, Cliff, how many people percentage wise come to you and say, uh, I've been trying to do this on my own. I tried to figure it out. I bought podcasting for dummies, whatever. They have made some attempt on their own to do podcasting before they came to you. What percentage? I would say that's probably about 80 or 90% okay. of my clients. That's my story. That's one of the reasons I contacted you. It's yep. because I got podcasting for dummies on eBay for five bucks. I went through it. I made a podcast and I got done and I sounded like R2D2 or something by the end. It was so... I mean, I had so jacked up the audio with Audacity. It just, I sounded like a tin can R2-D2 person. It was, it was horrible, right? And uh, thank God you invited me to do this and we're on show 80 something now. But the, the point is, if the person is not willing to spend money on you and your service, I just think that it's, it's, a, hard, it's a hard conversation but you just have to say, you know, I'm just, that, that just doesn't work for me. I'm just yeah. not in a position to do that. Yeah. That, and, and, and of course my, my response was always just a very clear and frank. I was like, sorry, you know, I'm, I'm, I, that's not, I'm not 
able to do that. I mean, I, and right now I'm not looking for the services that you offer. And, and right now my time is pretty uh, packed, but I am available for one-on-one consulting and here's my rate. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those people hired me, most of the time they did not. And, uh, as, you know, when I look back, it's like those people still today, you know, that, that was you know, three that's and a half very years true, ago. They're, they're still that's nowhere. Very, that's a great point, which is, I, I hadn't thought about it. If you look back, right, mm-hmm. you look back at those people, what became of them, um, and many of them weren't, they really weren't going to take action. Yeah. Um, even if you helped them. You know, it's just, it's just, it, it kills their momentum. I mean, you, you imagine if every person that came to your weight loss gym never lost weight. Yeah. You know, imagine if every person you wanted to work with or wanted to work with you, I mean, they didn't, they're, and you're, you're part of helping businesses get better. That's why it was such an unbelievable blessing to get this call just out of nowhere. This client called me and said, Andy, I just want to let you know we've had, the, we've had eight, eight weeks of a, a record in a row. Better, 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 better. I was like, you know, that just... That like, because you wonder, it's just like when people send us feedback and they say, this is helping my business or you've been encouraging or, you know, for my Be A Better Husband podcast, I've started doing that a lot more lately to have someone say, you're helping me be a better husband. Well, duh, that's what I'm trying to do. Thank God those people take the time to let us know that, Yeah, you know, um, and, and that's, that's the kind of people that, that you want to work with for sure. Hey, my next piece of advice is hire a CPA. That's the first person I spend money on. Yeah. That was the first person I spent money on. I hired a, a CPA. I didn't hire myself just an accountant. I didn't, I mean, I, I didn't go to my brother's, you know, my brother-in-law's cousin. I, I went out, I hired myself a CPA and by golly, it was expensive <laughs> and it is still expensive. And I'll tell you what, there are times when I'm like, I can't believe I'm paying this. But the thing is, is I don't understand this government crap and this person does. And this person can like, I mean, I I can take a, I can take a form that came to me in the mail that is a form that I'm supposed to fill out. And, um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at it and I'm like, this just doesn't speak English, you know? And, and I, I literally try to fill the form out and I had to reprint it 18 times and finally, I'm like, you know what? Forget this. And I go to my CPA and I hand it to him. And he says, uh, let, pull up your QuickBooks on your laptop there. And he goes, okay, now tell me what this line says. And I'm like, here, tell me what this line says. And in like 10 minutes, he's done. He's like, here, all you have to do is sign here, date here. And by the way, just don't worry about it. We'll, we'll send it off for you. And we'll have a copy for you in your file. Mm-hmm. That, that's it, 10 minutes. I spent like, sometimes I would spend 8, 10, 12 hours working on sometimes there were times where I'd let it sit there and it would just consume my thoughts for three and four days. And, uh, I remember doing my payroll every month and, and just like saying, okay, how do I do this? And, and, and stuff like that. And trying to figure out how do I go up to the bank to deposit this money? And, and one time I went to my CPA's office and I'm like, listen, I'm just, this is just taking me forever. She goes, well, you know that you're paying us a monthly fee. You know, we do that for you, right? And I'm like, no, no, because I've been doing this for the last nine months. And every month that I pay myself, I only pay myself once a month because it takes me about six to eight hours to pay myself. Right. She goes, "Uh, that shouldn't take more than like 10 minutes. And we do that for all of our clients. And And you're paying for it. And you're you're already paying for it. Why don't you let us do that for you? And I'm like, here's the thing. I just don't want you to make a mistake. Will you send me copies of everything? Well, we don't normally do that, but yeah, we'll do that. 
And so every month they send me a copy of my pay, my pay stub, my payroll liability sheet and my K one to sign. And at, dude, I, I tell you, paying myself now takes five minutes of my time versus, you know, a, a full day of my time. So, uh, how much does my CPA cost? Well, my payroll stuff is 6750 a month. I pay them, but uh, when it comes tax time at the end of the year, I probably pay as much as I think five hundred dollars at the end of the year. Five somewhere that between, about right. Yeah, about four somewhere between four and six hundred dollars. It's like, but in that first couple times that I worked with him, it was like uh, I think it was like three or four hundred dollars to get everything all set up. So hmm. yeah, and and Daniel saying sixty seven fifty yeah sixty seven fifty per month for my pay that's just my payroll stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, it, it, so so hiring a CPA that was the that was the first thing that I did, and it was the thing that was the most difficult for me to understand. And my pay and my CPA was able to help me understand, you know, what kind of filings I should make and and all kinds of other stuff. I would say that probably another thing that you might want to consider is a, hiring a lawyer. I've still never done that. (laughs) To this day, I've never employed a lawyer in anything that I've done. And uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, boasting about that fact, but I just haven't. And uh, yeah, you bring up a good point though, which is there's this balance between, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Sometimes, you know, it's every time, you know, you you don't want to go, well, I didn't know that. And you're like, well, it's the law. So, the fact that you didn't know it doesn't help. It's like if you didn't see the speed limit sign, you're going 90. It doesn't matter if you did or didn't see the sign, right? And if you're if you're not doing running your business correctly, you know there's still consequences that even if you don't know it. But I also would say on the other, so I would say go find the people that can tell you the answer. I would also say there's other people that give me advice. It's like, hey, spend four thousand dollars doing this. I'm going, huh? No, I don't. I don't need to do that. Things can be. I think Dan Miller talks about this a lot. Things can be a lot simpler. <laughs> Then you think they they are you know that doesn't you you don't have to go copyright everything and patent everything and you know there are times certainly when you want to do that but for the businesses that we're talking about uh, you know maybe find other people in your state that's another big thing people and that's why I really don't like to give advice on the stuff that's very specific is in your state ask what is necessary or at, you know when you call to get your business license which might cost ten bucks say what what are other things that you think I should do just ask the people at the business license office. Because they're the ones that are going to enforce the rules, right? Um, and, and, you know, I, if you have a, a friend from church that's a lawyer or whatever, you might ask them. But at the same time, it reminds me, I have a friend that, uh, whose son was scheduled to go into surgery because he had this. This happened this week. His son was scheduled to go into surgery because they had found uh, a bunch of uh, basically bad cells uh, and they did the tests again and they came back, all, they all came back negative, every single one of them. And they still scheduled them for surgery. It, it's because that's what surgeons know how to do, right? And yeah. so sometimes when you ask someone, you know, if you ask a fireman to, to, to open your door, he's going to get an ax and open your door. If you ask a, a locksmith to open your door, he's going to use his little pick, right? right. You got to ask the right people to have the right tools because if you ask a lawyer, they might just say, well, here's what I do because I'm a lawyer, mm-hmm. right? And that might cost you a lot of money. So, it just understand in the beginning, you got to ask a lot of questions. Yeah. And, and there, and there's, there's a whole lot more there. And, and I, and to be honest with you, I just want to answer just a couple other small things sure. and, and then move into some more business technology if we don't yep. mind. Yep. Um, so let's see here. Um, the other, the other thing is, is um, create a budget 
definitely create a budget. And uh, the biggest thing for me, I remember when I said to myself, my goal is to to for the business to bring in, you know, about four thousand dollars a month. And I realized, wait a second, with the overhead of paying federal taxes and having to match taxes, and and when I figured out all the, you know, buying toner for my printer cartridge, you know, and and buying reams of paper and buying, you know, blank checks, or you know, for the checkbook and and all this other stuff, I realized it's like, wait a second, I can't live on, I can't live on this. Right. And uh, having a realistic budget is in is important. And when I saw my realistic budget, Andy. I was freaked out because I learned that to really effectively run my business, my business needed to generate $10,000 of net income. And I'm like, per per month. And and by the way, my business the first year made $11,000 net income. I I made enough in one year to cover one one month of my budget. And it was a very difficult year. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you what, the other thing is, and this is my final piece of advice or two, I'll say number one, uh, next one is listen to the strangest secret by Earl Nightingale will change your life if you haven't done it already. And then, uh, somebody once asked me this, they said, Cliff, you have to do, he says this, he says, you got to ask yourself, where do I want to be in five years? Like, what do you want your life, your business? What do you want to be doing in five years? Just picture, you know, in five years, if you were looking at, to look at today, five years from now, what would the perfect idea day look like? Your situation, what does that look like? He says, now do you have to make a commitment, do something every single day. Every single day, you must take at least one step, one action that's going to take you closer to that picture of yourself. Absolutely. And here's the and the one thing that I'm going to add for you to that question is understand that eight or nine months down the road from now, that picture of you in five years may actually change. You may actually want to see yourself in a different situation than you originally. And don't be afraid to adjust that. But whenever you adjust where you want to be in five years, Still, every day, you got to say, today, what is one baby step I can take to get me into that place in five years from now? Mm-hmm. And and by golly, I am living in less than five years where I wanted to be three years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm living it. Yeah, they, they, I've heard that said a lot of times when you set goals is they, they end up coming to come a lot faster than you ever dream. I mean, Ramsey says that with paying off debt and I, that's been my experience with almost everyone I've known that's really put a plan in to pay off debt once they start getting after it. Just happens sooner than they thought. Yeah. So you, you have a plan. So. So anything else, Andy? Um, keep in touch. We're here to help. Very cool. All right, let's move on to you know what our next call is is kind of this in the same vein. It's it's Jason. And he wants to know when does a consulting call turn into a, a business call? Jason, because we just spent so much time on business philosophy, I want to get into business technology. So, Jason, I, I'm going to put your call off until next week if you don't mind. And next, we're going to take on uh, John Wilkerson, who has this. Hey, Cliff, John Wilkerson here, and I'm calling for Business Weekly. You had mentioned that you were looking for a UPS for your computer. Well, I happen to work in IT, and I'm very familiar with having to equip computers with a UPS and all the problems that occur with that. So there's a couple of things that you can do. First of all, I'd recommend that you check out APC's products. 
you can go to their website and they have a little tool there and you tell it everything that you want to plug into it and it will recommend a power supply for you. So, but you have to keep in mind that that's only going to power, say, for example, your computer and your monitor, your extra monitors and maybe your router and things like that. But you have to keep in mind as well that if the power goes out, your cable may go out as well because the cable generally relies on electricity. And so unless you have electricity going to the, the, the cable, you're not going to get an Internet connection if you're using cable. So while you'd be able to do work locally, you may not be able to do work um, through your through the Internet. So you need to keep that in mind. Uh, probably would want to call your local uh, cable provider and ask them if you were able to power your router, whether or not that would continue to give you a cable connection. Because, I mean, quite frankly, that is basically what your limitation is going to be as far as work. If you have a landline, uh, typical old-fashioned landlines still work when the power is out. But if you're using, say, for example, you know, a Time Warner uh, phone-type system, when the power goes out, you may lose your phone after a while. So there's a lot of things to consider when you're doing that. And, 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 you know, you, may, you can only control what's in your own home. What happens outside, you know, if, if a power line goes down and there was cable on it and it cuts the cable, you've got no cable. So that would be something you need to check out with your cable provider. But other than that, I'd recommend going to APC's website. I think it's APC.com. All right. I'm going to go. It goes on for another 20 seconds. John, I think we get the picture here. So, um, yeah, I, I've gotten a lot of feedback via the email as well that, that goes on and talks about, um, you know, the, the whole running for an extended period of time that there are systems that will do that. And, and uh, the fact that you have to change the batteries. And to be honest with you, the, the more I got to thinking about it is that I, I really need one, honestly, that's just going to give me about 10 or 15 minutes and one that I can plug in my computer, my router and my cable modem. And so if I can find one of those, that's going to give me 10 minutes so that if I'm you know, connected to somebody via Skype and everything's up and running otherwise, I can just say, hey, my electric went down. Let me call you back here as soon as that's taken care of, as long as I don't just get cut off. So right. I've kind of just adjusted what I'm looking for there, and uh, I'm, I'm thinking I'm not going to you know, be overly concerned about it. Tell me his first name again. That was John Wilkerson. John, okay. John, thank you for calling in. And it reminds me of the other, just yesterday I was on Facebook and a guy from church that I know uh, is building a big house and, and kind of in the country and such. And he was cutting down some logs. Somehow he lost two chainsaw chains in this huge pile of wood chippings or something like that that he needs to like shovel and move around. And, and he said he, on Facebook, he said, does anybody have a metal detector? <laughs> So I put it on Facebook. Does anybody have a metal detector? And out of my thousand Facebook, we found somebody. And the reason I wanted to bring that example and thank John is because it's amazing to me that you and I could just put something out there and we've got this massive group of people that want to help. Absolutely. I, I just really, I want us to occasionally pause and say, how amazing is it? Because I was thinking about for my friend from church who needed a, a metal detector. You know, it's a Kevin Bacon, you know, six degrees of separation sort of thing. It, you know, it's, 
But what's interesting is he asked it on Facebook. I asked it on Facebook. Someone that we both go to church with, but I know that he doesn't know him. He doesn't know my friend. Um, he, he knows someone with it. So it's, it's three or four d- different degrees, but they go to church together. And it just shows, even if you go to church together, it doesn't mean you know him. But if you're on Facebook, you could have that connection. Right. And it's just testimony to, and maybe this actually goes back to one of our first questions with Daniel is, you know, don't ever, um, don't ever stop pointing into your network and asking them for feedback ideas. You don't have to take it all the time. Uh, but, but, but don't forget that we live in a very connected world where really helpful people like John will just call in and say, well, here's, here's what I do. <laughs> I, I have more experience with that than you do. Yep. You know, so thank you for calling in and it's encouragement to other people please use us as a resource. That's, that's, that's how we get show ideas. <laughs> and uh, it's what we love to do. Absolutely. And, and I am going to look into the APC models. It does seem to be the industry standard. And uh, I, I will make sure that I get that cable modem and router. Um, hey, uh, technology tip tools, something I found this week. Andy, um, I was looking at Clout uh, today with uh, Eric J. Fisher. And one of the things that Clout oh. says that I'm an influencer on as far as topics is the Kindle. Nice. Imagine that. Uh, so when people have Kindle questions, they, they tend to look towards me. Uh, so check this out. Go to podcastanswerman.com slash angry client. Podcastanswerman.com slash angry client. Do you see yeah. anything new right below the title of that blog post? One second. Already went so answerman.com uh, slash angry client underneath there should the be a button send to Kindle send to Kindle my what? friend I'm what? Not, yes sir send talk to me to, goose talk to me check this out what you can do um, there and if you click it if you click it it's going to pull up a pop up. And it's going to explain to you, number one, you need to go to your Kindle settings page. There's a link to it. You can just, from that pop-up, it'll, it'll put it in there. And you need to add Kindle at readability.com to your approved email address. Now, that's, mm-hmm. by the way, that's not easy. In fact, let me just click it here real quick for those of you who want to do this. Uh, click through. It's going to ask you to sign in uh, to, your, um, to your Amazon account. And then under the left-hand side... Uh, under your Kindle account, it's going to say personal document settings. All right. And then you're, you're going to look under your Kindle devices. And then you can actually know it's going to be approved personal document email list. All mm-hmm. right. Approved personal document email list. And you want to click where it says add a new approved email address. Now, personally, I'm going to tell you to, to forget about the Kindle at readability.com. I was playing around with it and, and it didn't seem to be working. Uh, but when I just took the Kindle off and just put any, send me email, allow anything from at readability.com to send it to me, it came through. But then again, it could have been some kind of issue with their service for a little bit. So um, anyway, just add that as an approved email account. And then once you do that, um, I'm going, oh, I lost my slash angry, not angry birds, angry client. It's coming up here. So once you do that, then it's going to ask you to go ahead and put in your Kindle email address, assuming you've already set this up. If not, you can do it on that same, that same screen. You'll, you'll see it. And then you can do gspn at kindle.com or free.kindle.com. Now, if right. you happen to have an email, if you happen to have the Wi-Fi only version, if you send it to your ad- address at 
um, kindle.com, right. then it, it's just going to send it to you. There is no charge for that. If you happen to have a, th- a 3G version of yes. the Kindle and you send it to your email address at kindle.com, you will be charged like, I don't know what the cost is, but it's so many cents per megabyte. Right. And so you will get a you will get an invoice. They will they will charge your card for the amount of data that you use up. It's so much mm-hmm. per meg. But if you even if you do have a 3G, you can actually send it to G, you know, your email address at free.kindle.com and then what it will do is it will actually wait and send it to you when you are connected to a wireless network. So anyway, it's just so once you have that configured, now when you come to my site, now, of course, I can choose to put this. There's an add-on for your WordPress uh, that you can put in. This will do it to all your blog posts. I don't want that. Uh, so there's a little snippet of code that you can read You can read and get over. Uh, well, actually, check this out. If you go to gspn.tv slash Kindle code, gspn.tv slash Kindle code, I have created the, uh, a little uh, shortcut of the code you put in your blog. And you could just highlight and code, uh, copy and paste that code, and it will put that little thing right into your blog post wherever you have that code. And uh, what's cool is now this is a very long blog blog post, by the way, very very lengthy. <laughs> and so you can just hit, uh, you can just hit, click send to Kindle, and boom! Especially if you've already configured it once, it remembers it. And so you hit send to Kindle, and boom, it takes it. Now there's a little bookmarklet. There, Andy, I could be on your blog. And so if I go to andytraub.com slash blog, I would assume, right? Just andytraub.com is actually, that's my. Okay, so I'm just going to go to andytraub.com and yep. uh, it's pulling up. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to click, I let's see, a lie I hear every day. So I'm just going to click on that mm-hmm. right here. And now check this out. I've got my little applet button up here for, it's like a little plug-in for Chrome. I'm clicking readability, and I'm going to click send to my Kindle. And by the way, wow. this, this is all doing the free version stuff. So I just did that. Now within 60 seconds, that will show up on my Kindle. So I'm going to turn my Kindle on. Wow. All right, here's my Kindle. And I'm going to my home screen. And uh, I'm going to give it probably another 10, 15 seconds. Well, you can force it to sync too, can't you? You can, but if you just if you just turn it on and it's connect via, connected via Wi-Fi, within sixty seconds it should show up. And waiting. You know, I just—it's funny. I just I just bought a. Um, if you go to andytrop.com/evernote book, uh-huh. I just bought a, a, a Evernote uh, Essentials ebook because um, I'm going to start really maximizing some Evernote um, and. And I sent it to my Kindle last night for the first time in probably six months. I sent something on there. So I'm excited to, to start to use that. Um, well, this is something that I absolutely love. And so it, it just sends it right to your home screen and, and I can read your long blog post and it, and it formats it, is, it, oh. and, it and it happens and it's just beautiful. And it's called, read, it's, by the way, this is from readability.com. Mm-hmm. And they do have a paid version as well, and, and I didn't even look too much into the paid version because I really it gives me all the functionality that I want for free, which is you know, the ability for people to use this without any cost, and number two, the ability to be on any blog and send any blog on the web to my Kindle. Nice. Now, uh, tell me again where I'm going to get that readability you, um, email from that I have to add to my approved. 
Uh, well, you can get it. Go to readability.com. There's a yep. bun, There's a way you can get it there. Or you can go to... But that's uh, when I sign up for the service. It'll give me one. Well, you, you don't even have to sign up. Oh, wow. It, just go to GSP. You could go to gspn.tv slash Kindle code. And, it's ju- and, and just go to that. And um, it's basically, I just created a text document and up the, update it to my cloud app. Oh, yeah. And uh, it basically uh, gives me that code. And it's the c- same code for everybody. So you can just paste that little snippet of code right into your blog post. And it will put that button there. There's no configuration necessary. Yeah, actually, I was thinking of um, what's the code, what's the email address that I need to add to my my Kindle. Oh, oh, just put. At, oh, I'm sorry, it's at readability.com. Oh, okay. At readability.com. And by the way, that blog post, uh, I would encourage people <laughs> to, to read it because uh, it's a very interesting blog post. Uh, I, I, will, I will censor the title. Um, I, I will censor the title of that blog. And, it, and it's actually kind of censored on the blog as well. The blog post is titled, First Client to Get PI Double Dollar Sign ED Off <laughs> Since I Started Consulting Slash Coaching. So... Um, if you want to check it out, it's podcastanswerman.com slash angry client. It's a very lengthy post. And if you happen to have a Kindle, you can configure it to send it to your... <laughs> if you have a Kindle, Kindle, you can read it anytime. Or you can go to the web and read it anytime. Right. And, and by if- the way, readability does another thing. I should go ahead and just mention it here. Um, sure. The, like, for example, I can be on... I can be at andytraub.com and I can go... I'm going to click into one of your blog posts... Because I have the applet or I have the little uh, plugin plugged in, I'm gonna click on Alaya here every day. Oh, by the way, I see that you just added it to your site. Nice. What? No, it's been there the whole time. I actually taught you how to do it. Just be <laughs> honest and tell everyone the truth. Very cool. Matter of fact, I'm just gonna click send to my Kindle. There it is. Very cool. Okay. Now the thing is, I'm gonna click the thing, and instead of sitting hitting send to my Kindle, I'm gonna click read now. And what'll happen is it actually reformats your screen. To it gets rid of it's kind of like an Insta paper, sure. So and the cool thing is though, I can actually adjust. I can adjust the settings so that it actually will, um, you know, be you know uh, less width. You know, I can ch- change the column width. I can change the size of the fonts. I can uh, you know the font size, the width. I can change the color of the background. Mm-hmm. I can hide images. I can convert links to footnotes. Um, it's just awesome. Now, the thing is they have a read later, which is kind of like an Instapaper deal. Right. And that is $5 a month. Mm. So there is actually one called read, read it later. Mm-hmm. There's readability and then there's Instapaper. Yeah. Yeah, this is Instapaper has a similar feature where you can send things to Instapaper and it will deliver it. Um, there's a, like an extras feature there, right? But man, I want something that's in you know that is as instant as this is. Yeah, and it only does a certain amount, a certain number of of our your most recent articles. So, yeah. but I, I'm I'm looking at your blog post and I'm telling you right here, it looks like you formatted it for my Kindle. It, it's, oh, I did. It's just I'm, beautiful. I'm that smooth, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm really. <laughs> Awesome. I'm really, I'm really full of it. That's my that's my tech tip for the today. Wonderful. I don't even know if I had one. Hold on a second. I got to close my door. And while while you're doing closing your door, I want to let you know that was a very long blo- blog post, okay, right? Sorry. All right. I had to close my door. Okay. Well, that was a Did very Did I miss anything important? No. What happened? 
That I was just going to say that was a very long blog, blog post, right? It it was. All right. Who on earth has time to write a blog post that long? I don't because I usually get distracted by so many other things. So I totally thought you were going to say, who on earth has time to read that stuff and listen? <laughs> well, no doubt. I, yeah, definitely. Uh, but anyway, check this out. I did. Oh, you know what? I wonder if this is going to kill our connection. It doesn't do that, does it? What? Ohm writer. It's not going to kill my internet, is it? No, it'll, it'll, but it'll bring up, it'll, it'll mute. No, it doesn't kill your internet. It'll just, all okay. your other, all your other things will go into the background and Ohm writer will be the only thing up. Check this out. Listen, does that sound familiar? <laughs> yes. I told her it was like, I, I wonder if I have to name my kids sunshine or moonshine or, you know, I don't know, earth flower or something. It's like, you feel like you're a hippie in there, you know, know. It's like this new agey thing. But I found my, I found the right song and the right keyboard. I have the keyboard taps turned on. Do you have that turned on? Yeah, listen, listen. So here, here's me typing. The only thing I, I wish it did, I want... You can almost hear it. You can almost... I, I, it's, it sounds yeah. like insects or something. It does. It sounds like insects. <laughs> the other thing is, though, is I wish that it actually made the keyboard sound for each of the backspaces as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you have the paid version... Um, I really, I, I don't know why, but I kind of dig the, the all, you know, the like snowy wintry scene. Yeah. But it'd be, if cool. you have no idea what we're talking about, by the way, Ohm Rider, O-M-M-W-R-I-T-E-R. Yeah. Right, free for Mac and PC and all the above. It's got different backgrounds, different songs. It blocks, it blanks out my external monitor. Yeah. I love it. Hold on. Yeah. I think, is this, this is where the bassy sound comes in? Because I, I, I did this the other day. This is where it gets funky. Yeah, this is where it gets funky. And and, and I had like the studio speakers on, but I also had my headphones on. And so there's the like the deep bassy sound. And yeah. the, but I also feel the vibration of the bassy Those, sound. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, here it comes. I'll listen. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. And it, people are thinking like, what are you guys doing? It, I'm creating content, people. When I turn my computer on now, uh, Ohm Rider comes on and Freedom, another app comes on, which I paid 10 bucks for. And I cannot be on the internet and I have to write. <laughs> so this, how's that for a good place to create content? This is amazing. I mean, that blog post, there's no way it could have ever been as long as it was and at least as thought out as I made it without Ohm Rider. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Listen. Oh, this is good stuff. <laughs> I'm thinking of what's that like movie Avatar or whatever it just sounds like it fits in that where's the nine foot tall blue guy yeah I love it ah Ohm Rider alright so if you think we're nuts and we actually are but Ohm Rider is great and I think with the paid version Cliff you can pay whatever you want yeah uh, you know, it just says give us whatever you want. Our average person gives seven dollars or something like that. Well, but, the thing is, it's it's in the Mac App Store, so there's like a oh, you know, seven. there is a there on it, now that it's in the Mac App Store, yes, yeah. So I, let me go to Mac App Store because I, I I'm gonna go ahead and buy it. I'll buy it here live. Good. Ohm right. Don't get in trouble with your wife, like yeah. when you bought the Kindle. Uh, so oh, I'm let's see here. Ohm writer. I am pl- okay. So it's four dollars and ninety nine cents. And uh, I don't know what more it gives you than what I have, but I'm buying it right now. And I am sending something to my Kindle because I set that all up. Uh, save and send. We'll just save settings. 
cool. So I'm just putting in my iTunes thing. So Ohm, it's by the way, O-M-M Writer, R-I-T-E-R.com. I'll tell you, it was worth five bucks to be able to write the blog post I did yesterday. Yeah. I, I really dig it. I dig it. And uh, again, I think we talked about Ohm Writer for iPad last week. It's, it's still... You know so what? I, I was think, I was thinking that you know, own writer for iPad. Wow, seriously? Come on, I'm not gonna be thumb typing and blah blah blah. But you know what? They have these cases now where you can set your, you know, the the case cover where it's this really nice. It's almost like a laptop keyboard, and mm-hmm. and you set your. It's like I could so see this plugging in my, you know, being at a coffee shop and and kind of doing that. Oh, definitely. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Ohm writer. Ohm Writer uh, is amazing. I, I like it, and I'm going to be writing hopefully more blog posts. And I'll tell and you, Cliff, it, it's more than doubled my production. It, it just forces me to sit down and even what is it? Uh, uh, I think I was reading "Do the Work" uh, or the the War of Art um, by Pressfield, and it was something about it was a War of Art. But he was talking about how you know inspiration strikes me every day at the same time when I sit down on my computer, right? <laughs> and it's, it, when you show up, inspiration will show up too. Exactly. And that's what's been different, Cliff, is when I sit down and I go, I'm going to turn on my computer. And it's weird because I'm not used to it yet, but I sit down and it's like, bam, it says, um, you know, Ohm Rider comes on and Freedom asks me how long I want to be off the internet. And it's like, oh, I guess I'm, I'm going to write something. <laughs> I guess I'm going to go get some inspiration, you know? So Indeed. I, I, I like it a lot. And I'm thankful, Andy, that you introduced me to that. Well, I'm thankful. A long time ago, and I remember thinking how goofy it was. <laughs> it's a pattern <laughs> in our relationship. I know, I know. Okay, I Sorry. love it. Anyway, hey, I gotta go. I gotta read a bunch of stuff on my uh, on your Kindle. Kindle. No doubt, you're gonna. Dude, it, that looks sweet. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what the stuff is a genius. Oh, by the way, somebody asked, "Can you send it? You know, is that is it is it only your Kindle hardware that can yes, get that?" It is. And the answer is yes. Yes, you can. When you do all that. Uh, send pdfs and things like that any any non-kindle anything um it's only going to go to your kindle device the the kindle apps whether it's on your mac or whatever else it's on ipod those uh, all have to come from the kindle store right right yep so anyway hey i've got a i've got a webinar coming up uh i think two weeks from tomorrow no maybe even a week from tomorrow about uh about how to format for the Kindle. So if people are, are writing for the Kindle, uh, they can um, they can learn how to uh, to format and put things into the Kindle store. Apparently, it's it's a lot easier than I ever thought. I've got an author who's done it before. Uh, he's going to be on uh, with me showing folks how to do that. So you can go to andytribe.com slash learn, and I will make sure that page is updated. I think it is. Uh, on uh, reserving your spot for that. And I, I think I'm going to charge, usually they're free, I'm going to charge 10 bucks, but all the money's going to go to charity. Just because right. I feel like giving some money to charities. <laughs> All right. So, so. And, Andy, andytrob.com slash learn. Which Andy, I will go update in the next 10 minutes. There you go. So go check it out. And um, I just want to let people know if you want to come to the Northern Kentucky, Cincinnati area, we're having our gspn.tv summer meetup June 17th through the 19th. You can get full details at gspncommunity.com. We have people coming from Switzerland, Louisiana, and all over the many different states. Uh, we've got a bunch of people coming. Switzerland and Louisiana. Exactly. 
Never heard a sentence where it's like, you know, they come from everywhere. They come from Switzerland. They come from Louisiana. Exactly. Really covers the whole gamut. (laughs) Exactly. So uh, folks are coming in. Uh, We would love to have you hang out with us for the weekend. GSPNcommunity.com. Look for a weekend with friends at the top. There's a banner. There's an RSS, RSVP thing. Also, I want to let you know that if you love our content, you can help support us by shopping on Amazon. The next time you go to Amazon, stop by gspncommunity.com or gspn.tv and click on the Amazon link first, and we get a commission for each and every purchase you'll make uh, when you click that link first before going to Amazon. Or if you go to Amazon, you find all the stuff you want, uh, before you send it to the shopping cart, just come to our site, click through the link, and then shop and support gspn of course you can also become a plus member details at gspn.tv slash plus thank you all until next time join the community